テンテレテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテンテ <laughs> no, you, you'd know if I was imitating you. Uh huh, I hope so.、Um, Dad, very good vocals there at the start.、Um, Thank I'm, you very much. I'm very impressed. If you want, you can use that bit of audio for all of your future episodes as well. All future episodes. Copyright free. That is yours. <laughs> anyone else that wants to use it? Personally,、it? I would have put a copyright charge on that.、Oh, I, I, I tell you what, that's the gift that just keeps on giving.、Uh, <laughs> Um, so, welcome.、Um, last week I mentioned that I was、um, sort of trying to convince Dad to come on and be a guest.、Um, but actually, with the sort of the added advantage of having ice cream in the freezer, I was able to convince Little Dude to join us too. So, it's all the family.、Um, welcome. Thank you very much, guys, for coming on and being guests. Thank you for having us and promising ice cream. <laughs> Just making sure that that counts for me as well, right? I got ice cream as well. No. Oh, in fairness, I thought it was only you that got the ice cream. Oh, cool. Please. <laughs> If it was only him getting ice cream, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so, I,、um, I've been talking to Dan about becoming a, a guest on here、um, and sort of coming and having a chat. And when. I was just getting ready. I sort of started talking to the little dude and said, Hey, we're going to have an organic conversation.、Um, this really freaked Dad out because there was very little structure to my plan.、Um, but I think he's feeling all right. Looking at his face right now, there's nothing but smiles. It's a good job this is a podcast rather than a video. <laughs> like Will Smith and his wife, they do like those video interviews, don't they? And. Um, they sort of get all emotional and stuff. Oh, do they? I've、yeah. seen that. I reckon that'd be quite interesting. Yeah,、actually. but didn't his wife cheat on him? I'd get emotional、oh. if that happened. I mean, <laughs> I, that's just one aspect. But yeah, and, and no, actually, she didn't. It was after it, they were on a break. You know, like Ross and Rachel. <laughs> Friends. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> We were on a break. <laughs> I'm too young to understand. No, I disagree with that. Friends is timeless classic. Friends is boring. You know you're getting old when you start saying things from your youth are a classic. Granddad always says that about like Dad's Army, Will Hay, Laurel and Hardy, Pink well, Floyd. Is old, it is, but he he claims it as a classic. At least Dad's Army is actually funny. I'm not sure it is. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love the stuff. Honestly. So. Something that I was、um, sort of going to talk to、um, you guys about is being a teenager and having a teenager. I've talked quite a lot recently、um, about sort of COVID, how you're getting on with that little dude, the exams, relationships, drinking,、um, and all of these things. And I've been quite reflective in the last few episodes about what it's like to have a teenager.、Um, and I wondered for you, Dad. Uh, sort of, what your thoughts were pre-adoption about having a teenager?、Uh, so I was pretty petrified of having a teenage、um, teenager in their lives because I thought 
they were going to be completely wild, completely <laughs> untamable, and um, just causing mayhem all the time. However, that being said, I have actually my our, my experience is very much the other way round. So, for the first few years, you know, pretty uh, pretty full on, and then actually as you've got older, I've yeah, you've calmed down a lot. I feel like I can add more value when I'm parenting you. And what I mean by that is actually having proper conversations with you about stuff. And we can actually, I can explain to you why I'm telling you something. Mm. And you can listen as opposed to when you were a bit younger. It was, you were very um, dismissive of anyone telling you that, hey, maybe you didn't do that quite right. Or there was a different way of doing it. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how I remember it at all. That's exactly how I remember it. Um, and you know that's fine and you know you've obviously got a very strong personality and very strong strong will is that the delicate way to put it (laughs) you're stunned (laughs) Um, I um, I wonder where I get that from I actually remember um, and I hope you don't mind me talking about this but I remember in those early days um, certainly I would say within the sort of first two years there were quite a few times where you would sort of say, actually, do you know what? I don't feel like I'm adding value. I don't feel like he's sort of hearing me when I'm talking to him. And I remember as the years went on, as you got older, I remember your dad talking to me and saying, I just had a conversation with him and he listened. And I remember those moments for you where that that started to turn and started to change. Do you remember that change um i do you know what i very vividly i do remember a conversation with you there because it was <laughs> for me it was like a, a you know a light bulb moment it's like this is all falling into place <laughs> or you know it's the very first time this has fallen into place um and i felt felt like i'd actually made a genuine difference you were always making a difference i was just being a stubborn little seven or eight year old or whatever that's what it was we were all right, learning our way. Or 11. Let's just blur the lines a little bit there. Yeah. And, you know, it was a gradual thing as well. And it was, it kind of happened when I least expected it. Because I, I kept trying to have conversations with you about stuff and trying to sort of help you kind of t- like highlight learnings that maybe <laughs> we could have, um, could have done. And you were just finding it really frustrating for such a long period of time. And I was like, but. I give feedback like this day to day and it always works with adults. I don't understand why it's not working with chip with, with a child. Mm. Um, so I found that pretty frustrating. I think that right there is the problem. <laughs> yeah. It works with adults, but not children. Yeah. And mm. in my mind, I was thinking actually having the same concept of like, Hey, do you know what? I'm going to explain to you, you know, whatever, let's have a discussion around it. And then let's kind mm. of agree a way to, to move forward. Like what we're yeah. going to do differently in future. Obviously, and if you did that now, it would probably, like, I, well, might, I might pay attention. Well, you do. You do now. Yeah. Well, that, that, well, that both, approach works. You're both very logical thinkers. Yeah. Um, you're both avoidant with your attachment styles, but you're both very logical and you apply reason. So, actually, I've found in, in, in certain conversations that actually the best thing for me to do is sit back and allow you to to, to reach a solution because you are able to talk to little dude and say hey actually if you look at the problem like like this and then we can look at solutions a b or c and you're very sort of logical about how you 
plan those solutions and what the outcome could be to which then you are able to listen and go ah I can hear that Mm. and that makes sense I suppose I feel more like bull in the china shop I just go with my gut feeling and just react to things so I've, yeah. as, as an observer, I've found it's got more exciting listening to you. Yeah, and I think, so I, I pick my battles. In fairness, I don't think there's that many battles to, to, be, to have. I pick my battles, days. I just pick every battle. <laughs> well, no, the thing yeah, is you just pick these ridiculous hills to die on. I'm like, well, why have you done this? Obviously, it's part of being a teenager. So you, you just want to try and be right on this, but like, there's no logical way that you could be right. But I'm right once in a blue moon. <laughs> um, Remember that time that pig was flying? Oh, I was right then as well. And there's been, as, as you've got older, there's been a couple of um, times, normally when, when you, you guys have, have walked in from, from work and school at the same time, and you're talking about something, there's, there's points where I sit there and pick up on, obviously I pick up on the discussion before I then chime in. And I'm like, well, why are we even having this discussion in the first place? Like, or why are we having this conversation in that way? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, I, I wouldn't do that. I would have maybe kind of taken a bit more of a step back from it. Yeah. And got you got a little dude to talk a bit more before mm. offering up an opinion or something like that. How does that feel for you, having parents approach things from quite clearly what is clearly a sort of different poles apart in many ways so you've got dad who will stop take a breath if i if i use the term he is able to remove emotion from a decision and be a lot more logical with his thinking whereas i am all about the emotion with my thinking and my approach how's that feel from your perspective having two completely different parenting styles i mean at times it's a little bit like not confusing as such, but like similar to mm-hmm. because it's like I'm having a conversation in this way and then you're trying to switch it around to this way and it just doesn't quite work right in my brain. Mm. Like I need to come round on my own. But obviously from me wanting to grow up and be maybe as good a people as you are. Oh that's really nice. <laughs> like and <laughs> it's got a really warm feeling all the way through. <laughs> Finally mounted the stone heart. <laughs> um but like obviously you guys you're good people and you're good parents and because I want to be like that it's good that you do it because I'd rather be confused now and not be able to switch now than later on when I've got kids of my own or mm. like in the workplace and not be able to make that like switch and have the different ways to approach a conversation because obviously so, if I just approach with emotion or without emotion like things would go horrendously wrong so okay. I've got a question for you so like the, the example I can think of, like a recent one, was last Friday, um, where you guys had come in from work and school together at the same time, and um, there was a discussion about you recording um, the audio for your GCSE music, um, so like your performance piece, and this conversation had been going on for about five minutes, and um, I then came came down from work and was like, well, wait a second. Why are we even having this conversation? It's not due until next week. So actually, as long as little dude gets it done, actually, why are we panicking about this? We have enough time. So mm. let's that was not my approach. Get so crazy. Well, that wasn't my approach, but the um, so obviously I had my I had a solution to it already, but I was getting caught up on a little detail because 
I'm like that. You can share that. Like when I talk no. about things on on the podcast, I don't I don't hide things. I let people know that we are human. We make errors. I and if you feel like at that point I made an error, it's absolutely fine. Oh, I, he I made an error big I time. I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with that, or I might not agree with that, but that's okay because, it, and I mean this in the right way. I don't care if you disagree with that. Like my heart, because it's okay. It won't. It won't break me if you disagree but with something. I had. I already had a solution, which was to practice some of it on the Friday and then the Sunday. Uh, then I'd record it. But obviously, uh, father over here, <laughs> or to all you listeners out there, daddy. <laughs> but he's father from now on. Make that sure is, you make that edit. Yeah, that needs to change. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, but he, rather than let me speak my solution, jumped straight into his own solution. Mm-hmm. And while it was a solution, it wasn't the right one for me. And I, I wasn't really too bothered that he'd done that. But the thing that had bothered me was that he jumped straight into, and this isn't quite right, but it's the best way to describe it, straight into not trusting me. <laughs> and it, like, I am human and I do have feelings despite what they I am fully aware that so, you are human and have feelings. I may not show them, but I have them. And it really did hurt my feelings that he didn't, like, trust yeah. me to do that on my own. And all I heard was little dude saying, hey, I want to practice tonight. Um, you had some stuff going on on the Saturday, and then you were going to record it on the Sunday after some more yeah. practice. And I was like, well, that seems like you've got a sensible yeah. plan in but place. Obviously, Whereas father was like, hey, no, just get it done now, now yeah. because it's done and you don't have to worry about it and there's no chance of it being forgotten. Um, so that, yeah, that's when I kind of inter- <laughs> yeah. intervened slightly. The conversation didn't need to get as heated as it did. Oh, yeah, but sure. obviously, because my feelings were hurt, I wasn't using my logical brain. <laughs> I was using that small, tiny part of my brain somewhere up there that's hidden away from sight that has the emotions in it. And so things got a little bit heated. They, a little bit heated. They did. And yeah. but if if we if we think about that as an example, and it's a brilliant example because you're absolutely right, it got heated, I lost my temper, you lost yours, um, and I was seething. I was absolutely seething. And we then each kind of retreated to our corners. I went and recorded my song like I said I would. <laughs> you did. <laughs> not yeah. the actual not recorded it, but like practiced it. But the point still stands. Um, and I, I kind of just sat and I chilled and I, I think I listened to my book or something. Um, and then about 20 minutes later, you came back downstairs and... I opened up with an apology. Yes. Yeah. that's the right thing to do. I was in the wrong partly there. For a change, it was partly <laughs> as well. <laughs> and what stimulated that apology? To because out? I'm a nice person. I, no, in fairness, I was going to apologise anyway. You may have helped it along. But, <laughs> we had you, little... It was more about with the conversation with you that happened. You weren't aware of this, obviously, at the time. It was more about explaining my side. Now, it was like good for me to vent that to you what, from my perspective. Because mm. then you were able to be like, okay, well, I can see what's happening here. Yeah. And obviously, you're in the wrong for shouting, but he's also in the wrong as well um you didn't say go and apologize though you just said cool off a bit do your stuff 
And then when father's ready, have a conversation with him. Yeah. I so that's what you said. Yeah. I didn't say you have to go and apologise. Yeah. All I said was, okay, let's let's have a bit of a discussion. And you was able to convey what your yeah. plan was. So you felt like you had been able to share that plan. And I was like, yeah, it seems reasonable. Yeah. Um, I didn't tell you to go and apologise. No, you, I did that because I'm a, I'm a good son, despite, despite what you may tell the listeners. I tell the listeners you're amazing. I know what you tell the listeners because I'm always listening to your podcasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know for a fact that you don't listen to the podcast because there's been some topics that have come up recently you would have been furious that they came up and were discussing like what? I ain't discussing it now you go and have a listen <laughs> he's, just, he's just trying to goad you to get his uh, that is self promotion yeah hey, I don't yeah. need to I got an email saying I've reached 50,000 downloads guys and girls Yay. and this is what episode 200 300 like <laughs> no <laughs> average listenership per episode free yeah <laughs> exactly what's with the dick in <laughs> that's how it works it's called avoidance mm. pretty sure you know something about that <laughs> I do I but do. yeah obviously I'm a good son and obviously I think most like 99% after, of the times after an argument and have cooled down I apologise because I know I shouldn't shout at you and it's definitely not a selfish desire just to get Xbox bag that's nothing to do with it at all <laughs> I, look we all have even selfish so. reasons for apologising it's also just to get us back on good terms because yeah. when we're angry with each other it's awful I hate it yeah. I'm like I'm too nice of a person to be angry and I suck at being angry <laughs> you you suck at prolonged anger <laughs> I do I'll try to be angry and I'll just start giggling away but most people do most people don't want to live in a situation or be in any situation which is uh, like volatile like we all want to have mm. like harmonic harmonic I can't say it properly harmony harmony, harmony that's the word. <laughs> it's fine I'm a GCC music student <laughs> um, so yeah we want harmony we don't want to have disruption so mm. it kind of makes sense everyone's everyone's ultimately wanting to get back to mm. uh, normal and also it's just the right thing to do yeah but living in sort of that anger that frustration it it doesn't I guess it just doesn't propel you forward at all does no. it oh yeah funny story I woke up and I'd had a dream where dad was not very nice he was actually really rude to me so I woke up this morning really angry with dad <laughs> because of how rude he'd been to me and all the things he'd said oh is that why you were iffy with me this morning <laughs> well I got up and I was still really annoyed at you and then I went and had a shower and I'm in the shower thinking I'm furious at him I'm absolutely furious and then I was sort of like thinking, but why am I furious? What has he done? And then I started to reflect what it was that you'd actually done. And I worked out how you was really nasty and horrible to me. And then I started thinking, but when did that actually happen? And then I realised that it was all from a dream. And it allowed me to think, well, I've started this day on a dreadful sort of path. Why? And... Even if that were the case, how how can you hope to start a, a day that way and still get something good from it? So I was like, okay, we need to press the reset button here. <laughs> so I was then nice to you. Okay, that's good. Um, I think as a as a way of apology, you should make me a coffee in the morning. Well, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. You never get up. Yeah, you like bring it to me in bed. Oh. 
Because it's one of the joys of working from home. I don't have to get up. <laughs> and get up I'm the first one up, and I'm a teenager. That says something. Oh, but you get up before sort of. I think you even rise before the sun at the moment. No, 20 past six is not that early. Okay, little dude, the dog doesn't even get up with you in the morning anymore. She's like, (laughs) oh, you're having a laugh, mate. He's at it again. No way. She's like, not on. It's part of my routine, though. Oh, but you, like, you you spoke to me this morning. No, I spoke to him. Granted, just to say goodbye, but still, I was like, oh. I said, fare thee well. Three words. Fare thee well. He fleeces me for cash every morning. (laughs) Well, because I haven't cooked his lunch. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to make my lunch. Yeah, so... So the issue is I haven't I haven't done the pasta lunch, um, which I should do like on the Monday, on the Tuesday, or whatever, and then it lasts you a week, and I keep forgetting to do that. So it's cost me three pound fifty each day. So yeah, mm. that's my morning routine: being woken up, going on to <laughs> for cash, going on to my mobile banking app, and sending money your way. He's stitching me up though. I'm supposed to get a quid each week for sweets, and he won't give it to me. Mm. That's not for lunch. Like, lunch money is separate, so that's what I want to point out. Yeah, like, yeah. Get I get £3.50 for lunch. I'm supposed to get a pound each week. I love the fact that at 6.30 in the morning, that is when you're saying to Dad, when he's dazed, confused, and absolutely shattered, you're like, Dad, is there any chance I could have a pound for sweets today? And he's always like, no. Yes, because he's more switched on than you think and give him credit for. But I'm supposed to get a pound each week. Well... We pocket might. money is horrendous, but I'll take it because that's all I'm getting. Pocket money is horrendous. You asked not to quid have. a month. You asked not to have pocket money and instead to be able to do jobs around the house. No, I didn't money. ask. You were like, oh, instead of giving me pocket money, we'll make you do jobs around the house. I didn't that ask That is for definitely that. not what happened. I, I, why actually, would I no, ask no, to do hold, jobs? Hold the phone. Actually, no, this was... This was our decision. Exactly. Listeners, you have been a part of this debate for in excess of a year and a half now, I believe, about the debate about pocket money and all of this. I I shan't bore you with the the sort of the greater details. No, we heard it 20 times before. (laughs) But, yeah, the way it actually worked was we changed things because little dude was getting some pocket money, but he wanted extras for each time that you went out socialising and stuff like that we said well you're going to have to earn that but you never you then you stopped you cut off my £10 month as well we then did stop the pocket money because the jobs weren't getting done Fair so right. he wasn't doing anything to actually earn the pocket money it's fine a month I'll have a job well one certainly hopes so no I know you've already offered me a job <laughs> it's a part time it's on the record now <laughs> it's a part time gig mate you're gonna still more money than I'm making at the moment <laughs> yeah so I, uh, I suggested to little dude that he could come and work with me um, a couple of days a week to build up some administrative skills um, and I said you know it will enhance some experience and exposure to build up on your CV he didn't ask any of the duties or anything like that no no this one went straight to what are you paying me and when yeah. I said minimum wage he was like well that's not enough I know I didn't say that I said I'm happy to do minimum wage actually no, you did. I was like I would expect more because you're my father and you know you love me or something I'm running a business I'm, I'm not in I'm, and we all know I'm the favourite in the business I am not in the business of just handing over my profit just for you I thought it was a not-for-profit organisation. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't have any profit. Screw <laughs> 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 um, So, 
how are you finding stuff back at school? Your your year eleven, so how you're not a year group that have been messed around a lot. They're saying we had it easy as well. That's disgraceful. We did not have it easy. Um, oh, that's we're doing we're doing more exams than we normally would. However, the waiting on those exams is not a hundred percent like it would have been. They're yeah. basically although like we've been told oh yeah evidence and in class and stuff, but we're not doing anything in class. It's literally that basically we've been told these exams are your GCSEs yeah. fail or pass. But your teachers can use coursework and other There stuff is no coursework. Coursework's been abolished. No, like previous work and previous school work and assessed pieces and stuff like that they've got other evidence based they can but the general feel and the general vibes from the teachers are that it's these exams will basically make our grade okay how do you feel about that i mean because i'm a model student <laughs> i'm in fairness take out the not doing homework and take away lunchtime and break time i'm a model student okay yeah so then when you put in the break time and lunch time and the homework then then i go downhill so we're talking about from an academic side of things. You yeah. Consider yourself a model. I am like incredibly intelligent. I know that sounds a bit like big-headed and stuff, but it's no. not. Like, <laughs> no, because like people often underestimate my ability, especially my classmates. They're like they underestimate my ability, and then I shine in class. Okay. And cool. it's actually quite nice. You're in the top ten in the year group. <laughs> so they say, little dude, you're not going to do so well. Yeah. Yeah, and and they don't they don't believe you, no. They don't believe in me, no. <laughs> so how does that make you feel when people underestimate you? Do you like that or not? I don't care. You think what you want, mate. I'm happy getting my grade eights and nines over here. <laughs> so, what about if an adult underestimates you? In fairness, they don't really, because obviously they're the ones that like get the assessment to market and see my work and stuff. Okay. And I've no. Like, the only teacher I've ever had to underestimate me is my PE teacher. And he doesn't count as a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, just because you failed your GCSEs doesn't yeah. mean you can underestimate mine. Your PE teacher must be, like, must be qualified to he's a certain level. He's got his qualifications. He's got a teaching degree, and that's it. <laughs> and he was assigned to PE teacher. So, listeners out there, if any of you are, or indeed married to, or friends with PE teachers... I'm sorry, but it's Little true. Dude does not speak for the family. <laughs> yes, he does. You said yesterday that there are absolute words I'm not allowed to say. In fairness, I was very angry with your PE teacher. Oh, yeah, he's an absolute you-know-what. <laughs> um, I was very cross with your PE teacher because he berated your entire class saying that he was ashamed of you disappointed in us disappointed in you you were the worst year group he's ever taught he was so ashamed of how little progress you'd shown and that really angered me because I don't think that that sort of conversation should be had with mm. young people I certainly don't think after this last year it's a fair comment and he was using that as an excuse even, even with all that it was the fact that during each of the lockdowns the PE department didn't set you any work. They were the only teachers mm. to not set you work. So for them to then say you're the disappointment, I think is actually really unjustified. Mm. So you get some cross. Like what? What's a young? What's anyone going to do with that? Especially a young person. It's not an inspiring comment. It's not someone sitting no. there going like, "Hey, look. you could have done more, but at least you did some. At least yeah. you've come back and done stuff." Like. Exactly. So one of my uh, one of my dear friends um, talks about um, inspired leadership, and if your manager inspires you you will do so much better oh yeah than whatever you're doing and um, teachers exactly the same like 
the teachers yeah. that you look up to that inspire you they're the ones you that you do so much better my three best subjects are my one of like basically my three favourite teachers yeah yeah. that's always the way There's, in, in every school every student will always do better for the teachers that they prefer mm. um, but it's really interesting because obviously following that conversation I I am still cross and naturally you are too <laughs> so it's interesting how the, how we started this conversation about school and things like that and you instantly went back to that conversation now in fairness that PE teacher actually did highlight you and say that you'd done really well and he was really proud of you but even with that in mind my reaction must have been playing on your mind and the words that they'd said must have been playing on your mind yeah like you never want to hear someone like and even if you don't like him you still don't want to be like put down like that's just a basic human nature yeah you know like and yeah, I just like like what you were just saying, Dad. It's it's not it's not very inspirational, and it doesn't make you think. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to really mm. come back and work that much harder for this person. In fact, you can't. so here's a question, Father. So by you making that comment about that PE teacher, mm-hmm. that's had an impact on Dean and his perception of that situation. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a moment. So this this goes back to how I will give a gut reaction to something. I will throw my emotion... I will always have an emotional response to a situation. And when little dude was telling me that and telling me how he and his peers at that time, I thought it was little dude as well, were being berated and attacked for what a disappointment they were, I, I felt emotionally, I felt that attack myself... Hmm. Not only as a defender of my son, but I felt that as almost an attack on me. Um, and I felt that internally, and it made me really sad and angry. I know exactly what you're talking about. My um, biggest issues, especially when I was like in year seven and eight and stuff, and or just when I've been bullied, it's like if someone's bullying me, I don't react really that much. Obviously, it's not nice, but like I don't care. But it's when they start talking about you guys, that's when like. I react and I fight back and stuff. Mm. That's what goes wrong because I have an emotional reaction. I do also have a logical reaction as well, but and sometimes it combines really well and I absolutely destroy people. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, sometimes it, they don't go so well together and they yeah. clash. And um, one will always come out on top most of the time. Um, but yeah, and obviously, but it's like the stuff they're saying. It's nonsense and it's like it's not true and stuff. But I do feel it as an attack on myself. And yeah, you guys, like... and I, I've got um, I've got a hero complex. Um, mm. the, I often joke that the only thing that's missing from my sort of fashion attire is the cape. Um, yeah, I'm already wearing big red tights. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when I hear that sort of thing, my imaginary cape comes on, and I'm like, right, well, I need to. My initial response was, right, I'm going down to school and I'm going to <laughs> confront this teacher and talk to them about the atrocious behaviour that they conducted. And how many times have I turned around to you and said, no, we're not going to do that? Yeah, no, exactly. You've, you've, you've talked me off of that ledge or took <laughs> the gun out of my hand many a time. I if you wouldn't, I would as well. It, it, comes, it comes back to what I was saying earlier on. It's in as much as you can't fight every battle. Sometimes you need to just pick a couple and be a little pick the important yeah. ones that actually are going to make a big difference like yeah. reality is 
little dude is in his final weeks of senior school, and then he won't be doing the subject anymore. This well, is optionally. And, and and you now, when I can reflect and my emotions have calmed back down and I've had time to reflect, I could not agree with you more. You're absolutely right, and that's absolutely fine. But at that moment, in that instant, I reacted with emotion. Mm. My advice, don't sweat small stuff. Look at the bigger picture. Yeah. I, if I want you to come down to school, I'll let you know. You've already got two teachers fired. I haven't got two teachers fired. You did. Fired. My maths teacher in year seven and that French teacher for year eight. I don't remember the French teacher in year eight. The I wouldn't say his name, but I don't know if I can. Yeah, no, 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 don't. Um, the maths teacher, I didn't get anyone fired. You claimed she was bullying me. She got fired the next week. The other parents and I felt that she was not a suitable teacher for our children. And we all got together and discussed it with the school. I, I didn't want her to lose her job, but I did want her to do a better job because these... Right. Maths, English and science are your key subjects. She so, ruined maths for me for a good few years. So you can't afford to have any weaknesses in those mm-hmm. areas because that's always what comes up. So... Again, it's where my defence comes in to say, actually, I can see the bigger picture here that this is a subject that is really crucial, so we want the best. Yeah, and in and that time, absolutely, you know, where there's poor teaching going on, unacceptable teaching, it needs to be flagged with the school, it needs to be addressed. And that's for the good of our Everyone. child and the other children that are... We were all happy when we got told news. Yeah. Um, but sounds it, cruel, but... Well, I mean, the, the reality is... Any, anyone that is teaching young people needs to be competent enough to be able to do it. Mm. Yeah. And if they're not competent enough to be able to do it, the school needs to be managed in that situation yeah. and upskilling that person. But the only way that the school yeah. are aware that there's a problem is if people talk about that. Yeah. And in general, if you don't talk yeah. about problems, nobody knows about it. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I, it's I the th- volcano effect. If you don't let people know about the problem inside... Eventually, it'll spew out onto everyone. It's a good analogy. Yeah, it is. That's what I call it the volcano effect. But you. Dislotation on it. Not a dislotation, a dissertation. Dislotation now. But, like, you are avoidant by nature, so you wouldn't naturally talk about that sort of thing. So, you wouldn't naturally talk about things that are upsetting or bothering you. So, surely you are the volca- volcano. Yeah, but it's my analogy. I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Can't use my own psychology against me. You said this to me the other day. You, um, I, We were having a conversation, and sort of like ten minutes later, I referred back to something you'd said, and you said, no, that's not fair. You're yeah. not supposed to listen to what I say and use it against me. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheating. <laughs> I don't do that to you. Uh, I guess... <laughs> I love it when I catch you in those situations. It's <laughs> disgraceful, honestly. They trick me. I don't trick... We they listen. trick me and they bamboozle me. We listen to you. It's disgraceful. I don't listen to them. Why should they listen to me? <laughs> I, well, do I do apologize. listen sometimes. I do apologise. It's, uh, it's... I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's it's getting late. The sun's getting low, big guy. Um, it's time for ice cream. Um, Damn right. What are we going to watch tonight? 
What do you think? <sighs> the boy is obsessed with glee. I'm not obsessed. I'm, a, I'm addicted. I'm the victim here. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'd like to thank both of you for for joining me today. I'd like to thank the listeners for tuning in each week and putting up with us. (laughs) Our towels and our woes. Um, I I know for a fact that whenever I get to share our family life, I I know that our listeners really enjoy hearing (laughs) about it, but I know how beneficial it is for them to actually hear from you. And I think this is going to be a really nice episode for people because they'll get to see what our family dynamic actually looks like um and yeah i really am grateful for both of you joining and i do hope that you can join us again in the future Um, not a problem don't forget to tune into the live action movie of little dude 2022 (laughs) (laughs) uh do you want to say goodbye bye Bye. Bye. Oh, they're, they're obsessed with doing this. <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs>